Hey everybody, this is Chris Posty Posterson, and I am back with another Super Deluxe Special Edition episode of the Sleep With Me podcast. Just in case you're new to these, I am one of the guys who's usually behind the scenes helping Scooter with the editing of the podcast, but every few weeks he gets me to take a show that we've recently aired. I add some music and some sound design to it in order to make it a Super Deluxe Special Edition show. He then releases them as a way to say thanks to those of you who are patrons of the show. I always say it here at the top of these, thanks so much. It's a really big privilege for me to be able to work on this show, and your support goes a long way to making that happen. So thank you very much for being patrons, and uh, let's get into another Super Deluxe Special Edition show. Tonight's show, I took an episode that recently aired uh, about a Mario and Sonic crossover game, and uh, I've been reading a little bit about the science behind music, and uh, I was reading something about how recognizable melodies can sometimes keep people awake because they, you know, recognize it, the pattern and their brain kind of wants to hold on to that. So um, as an experiment here tonight, I wanted to try and do a show that didn't have a recognizable looping melody. You'll hear some elements that kind of are recognizable, but for the most part, I've randomly generated all of the notes here on a little pad that I have, um, and there's nothing that you can really grasp onto. You should just be able to float through it, and the notes will wash over you, and you won't hear a melody stand out too strongly. Based on the theme, it's a little bit lippy, little video gamey. I hope that uh, it helps you get some sleep. Okay, let me know if this works for you. Bit of an experiment tonight. Hope you get some rest. And good night.
week. So as we talked about in the opening, we're going to be covering uh, this Mario and Sonic crossover. And mostly just trying to figure out who are the characters in uh, that I don't recognize, it's especially the Sonic characters, but some, you know some Mario characters too. And not that I, I fall in line of either. Like I guess did I ever own a? Uh, we my family briefly had a Nintendo. Coupled it, but uh, never for long. We never had a, any Sega game. I had a Sega Dreamcast at one point, but I don't think any Mario games for that. And then this Christmas, my dad gave me a Sega Classic or whatever, which you can play a lot of the Sega games on. But right now, currently, my brother has uh, they I loaned it out to my brother, so he would have something to do, so he could play party games at it. That Christmas party he was going to. Now it's like m March something. Uh, but the first time I encountered C Sonic and Mario together were these Olympic games. Uh, and if you listen to podcasts for a long time, you know I quit video games for a while. Uh, console games, or even PC computer games, because of my addictive personality. And a couple of years after the Wii had been out, I said, well, maybe a Wii would be like a good, like I could play it with like a, uh, like uh, with my like I thought it'd be fun to play and it would be less uh, because the games I thought the games would be less in, like uh, they'd be less likely to suck me in which was more or less true and uh, I thought it'd be fun I said hey we could play Wii together so one holiday I went on a trip to Bend and I think I had gotten the Wii maybe I had bought it for myself or something and because there's no uh so we were on a road trip to Bend, Oregon, and there's no sales tax in Oregon, and you don't pump your own gas. Uh, but I had picked up this game, maybe I even rented it, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, and it was pretty cool, and it was kind of a fun party game, but it was very, very difficult. Uh, like, the controls on the Wii, uh, it was just really hard, and I think you had to, like, get certain gold medals or something to even unlock all the sports. Uh, so while it was cool conceptually, and it made interesting use of the Wii controllers, it was very difficult to like uh, get gold medals or to unlock all the games. Yeah, but it was also notable for all these characters where I said, who the heck is this d d like uh, a spindly-legged uh, steampunk character? Or who is Knuckles or Amy and uh, whoever? I mean, I know... Uh, you know, Mario, Luigi, Sonic, uh, uh, Yoshi, Yoshi and Peach I know from Mario Kart, and uh, Luigi, Wario, is Wario in Mario Kart? There was this game, anybody is a 420 listener, and I don't know if it's available on other consoles, but there was this Wario game called uh, Wario Shake It. Uh, and it was basically, it's a one-person game. I don't know why it wasn't a two-person game, but it's all these mini-games, and it's like, a, it's a it, it seems designed to be played at 420 for anybody that, I, I mean, I don't, I, I would still play those games. Uh, and, uh, but, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a blazer anymore, but it's a really fun mini-games. Uh, and I, I had bought it, I think, on eBay, and then, scratched it and maybe I still have it or maybe I like bought it I, I could have sworn I had a copy of it but uh, they still have a Wii 
they don't really use it. I think it's still hooked up and stuff. Uh, but yeah, so the Sonic and Mario game, it, it was Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. It was the Summer Games. And, uh, and then at some point they came out the Olympic, uh, Winter Olympic Games, which I also bought. I don't think I played a lot of the Olympic Winter Games because uh, the Summer Games was so hard that I said, oh man, if this is as hard as that, uh, forget it. Yeah, but let's see, Mario and Sonic, this is from Wikipedia, which we'll be quoting and uh, paraphrasing from extensively tonight. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, a crossover sports and party game from Sega R&D, published by Nintendo in Japan and Sega and other regions, and released on the Wii in November 2007, and the Nintendo DS in 2008. Uh, it was the first official video game of the 2008 Summer Olympics uh, in Beijing, which also was like uh, the new culmination of opening ceremonies, those Beijing Olympic openings uh, with the scroll and everything were unbelievable. And it was the first official crossover game to feature characters from Mario and Sonic, uh, the Hedgehog series. It's a collection of 24 events based on the Olympic Games. You can be a Nintendo or a Sega character. And uh, both games are also encourage sportsmanship and get young people interested in the Olympics. Uh, and uh, this refers to uh, Mario and Sonic as mascots, which I guess they were corporate mascots, but they're more characters to those of us that played the games. Uh, it was criticized for, for the complexity of the gameplay with the controllers. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, yeah, use it to play the games. Uh, it brings together two title characters and 14 more from both franchises uh, uh, to participate in environment venues for the 2008 uh, Summer Olympics in Beijing. The environments are stylized to fit the futuristic and cartoon art, like art styles of the Sonic and Mario franchises. Uh, there's four character, four categories, all around speed, power, and skill. And there's, uh, uh, you can use your Miis. There's even uh, non-play NPC characters who serve as referees. Uh, there's different modes. Uh, a bunch of different events, but the development uh, after Sega transitioned from third-party development in 2001, Nintendo and Sega had a closer working relationship with F-Hero, F-Zero GX, uh, their first collaboration. Uh, the idea between a Sonic and Mario crossover had been brought up before, and uh, despite the discussions, it never kicked in. But then when Sega was awarded the 2008 game rights, rights to the Olympics, uh, they said, oh, let's get young people interested between characters. So then they reached out to Nintendo uh, to match up all the mascots or characters uh, and work together. Just sportsmanship between corporations and Olympians. Uh, uh, provided an ideal setting for once rival mascots. It was announced at E3 in 2007, uh, developed by uh, R&D department at Sega. Uh, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, sales, it was a big success, especially in the UK. Uh, though, yeah, also in December 2007, it was still sold a lot in the US. Uh, 
and uh, there's a game of fitting the brand awareness's role in determining resales uh, and uh, the combination of all three of the Olympics Mario and Sonic seems to have pushed to that uh, it won the best Wii game in 2007 at one convention that was also widely criticized by critics because it was frustrating to play and as you waving your you know it's just really difficult to play uh, let's see. Uh, then they in the DS it was very similar, but uh, not as difficult. But it had trade-offs. Uh, and uh, let's see, Sonic and Mario's Olympics games it was a mobile phone game in 2008. It says uh, uh, also, as I said, Mario Sonic the Olympic Winter Games from the 2010 Games in Vancouver was released. Vancouver and uh, then. Uh, 2012 London game was released. I think there was one more that got put out as well. Uh, so that's a little bit about the game. And yeah, I like to be playing it, but let's get into Sonic the Hedgehog characters. Okay, so Sonic franchise began in 91 uh, with Sonic the Hedgehog, a blue anthropomorphic hedgehog against a rotund, uh, rotund male human villain named Dr. Eggman or Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Uh, read all about these characters from this Wikipedia article. Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Blue Hedgehog, main protagonist, uh, it developed as a replacement for the Alex Kidd mascot of uh, Sega before that. Also response to Mario. Uh, first appearance was in the arcade game Red Brad Mobile as a cameo and then was debuted in Sonic the Hedgehog in 1991. Now, I'll disagree with this. It says Sonic's greatest ability is the running speed and is known as the world's fastest hedgehog. Uh, but I think it's the ability for Sonic to roll into a ball. Myself, and I, you know, uh, it's, I guess I, I, right away I say, well, Sonic's fast, but if Sonic can roll, spin, or whatever. But, I mean, again, I haven't played the game in a while. Uh, Sonic can also use the power of the Chaos Emerald to become supersonic and get even faster. Uh, Dr. Ivo Robotnik, or Evo, I don't know, also known as Dr. Eggman, is the main antagonist. Uh, it debuted in Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, trying to t collect all the Chaos Emeralds, uh, which would turn all of the animals. He, he's known as a mad scientist, but he might be a mad industrialist because he's trying to turn all the animals into robots. Also, maybe a politician we're familiar with because he's also a self-proclaimed genius uh, with IQ of uh, 300. Uh, yeah, it's a fondness for mechas. He's a renowned authority on robotics. Uh, ultimate goal is to conquer the world and create the ultimate utopia, Eggmanland or Eggmanland. I think Eggmanton. Is that near Edmonton? No, no, no. It's Eggmanland. Uh, as New York State uh, was taken over by Ivo Robotnik, uh, the Chaos Emeralds. Did you read anything about it? Now it's Eggmanland. And we have a great theme park known as Eggmanland uh, within it. Also, once, uh, one part of the state we now call the Eggman Empire, and another downstate we call, it used to be known as Long Island, now it's Robotnik Land. Uh, yeah, but Dr. Eggman runs our state now. Uh, it was good to know you. Uh, Sega, you know, the, where Dr. Robotnik uh, or Eggman, you know, came out of when they were trying to replace Alex Kidd. 
uh, they were developing new uh, characters. They used a caricature, caricature, character, character. I can't say that, uh, but you know what I mean. A funny picture of President Theodore Roosevelt uh, was among the designs, but they lost out to Sonic. Uh, but they used that as inspiration for Dr. Eggman. How about Tails? Tails has a full name, Miles Tails Brower. And my, I have a cousin named Miles. Now, Miles is the older brother. Kevin listens to this podcast. Kevin actually is a genius. He's my, uh, he's my cousin that is a genius, or he has a genius IQ. I would call him a genius, though. He's also nice. Uh, not like Dr. No offense, Dr. Eggman. So that's my cousin Miles, one of my favorite cousins. Also, Matt and Pat. Miles, Matt, and Pat. Uh, uh, some great cousins. Uh, also, any of my other cousins that are listening, you're great too. Sarah, JD, Abby. Uh, trying to think what other cousins listen to this podcast. Uh, of course, you, cousin. Uh, waving. Uh, Joe. Uh, trying to think any other cousins that have given me shout outs. Uh, What's up, uh, uh, cousin Power? But Miles Tails, Tails Brower, uh, nobody named Tails is a two-tailed fox. Uh, so fox with two tails, not one but two. Uh, Sonic's best friend and sidekick. His name is a pun on Miles Brower. Miles Brower uh, uses two tails to propel himself into the air like a helicopter. Uh, uh, designed by. Uh, Yasushi Yamaguchi, uh, the main artist uh, and designer for Sega's Sonic Team, uh, wanted a, com- a competition. Uh, oh, there was a competition to find a sidekick for Sonic. Uh, Robotnik uh, was messing around with Tails uh, and has appeared in almost every Sonic game and also two spin off games uh, Tails' Sky Patrol and Tails' Adventures. Uh, they missed out on a chance because uh, uh, Tails is known for a high IQ and great mechanical ability. Uh, he should have been on Tailspin. Uh, you know, like uh, Tails could have hung out with Launchpad or whatever. Or DuckTales. But I think a Tailspin would be better for Tails per hour or miles because uh, he's a, a helicopter. So that could be a crossover one day. Uh, how about Amy Rose? Uh, I'm talking about Amy Rose, uh, the pink, pink hedgehog who believes herself to be Sonic's girlfriend. Uh, she persevered in Sonic CD. Uh, Metal Sonic kind of uh, ruined her day. It's been alluded to as Princess Sally uh, in Western game manuals to tie in with the cartoon. Uh, but she became, better became known as just Amy. Uh, how about Amy, uh, like uh, Yankee Rose or Amy um, Thorny Rose? Uh, let's give her a nickname already. Uh, or maybe she doesn't need one. Uh, she doesn't even need an introduction. But her first uh, playable appearance was in Sonic Drift. Uh, not possessing the speed or strength of other characters. Uh, hello, patriarchy. Uh, Amy uses a Pico Pico hammer as her weapon. Uh so, uh, nice job on that one. Uh, how about Metal Sonic, who is a uh, robotic version of Sonic created by Dr. Robotnik, uh, appears in Sonic the Hedgehog CD, 
is given orders to go back in time and change the past so that Dr. Robotnik can rule the future. What about Dr. Robotnik? Dr. Roboto or something. Isn't there a song like, uh, well, I guess they should be bringing that up. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. But Sonic races against uh, Metal Sonic at the start of Speed, uh, Speedway to free Amy Rose. Uh, and Metal Sonic uh, pops the spare tire and but has to be, like, it's later rejuvenated by Robotnik, a.k.a. Dr. Eggman. Uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 2. How about you just call it Sonic 5? Or uh, uh, then you lost again to Sonic, returns in Knuckles' Chaotix, uh, where uh, Metal Sonic tries to get the Chaos. Metal Sonic got a big write up here. Uh, the Chaos Ring is also stopped by Chaotix, uh, was the main antagonist in Sonic Heroes. Uh, then was known as Neo-Metal Sonic and then transformed into the final boss, Metal Overlord. Uh, it was uh, defeated again by Super Sonic. Uh, uh, Tails and Knuckles then reverts to its original appearance. Uh, it was also in Sonic the Hedgehog OVA uh, where Eggman records Sonic abilities and uploads them to Metal Sonic. Uh, you know, try to get rid of the world. And Dr. Eggman ends up visiting a volcano, or maybe uh, Metal Sonic does. Uh, also, a character play, you could play it as in uh, Sonic Rivals. Uh, a lot of different games. Uh, and all of the Mario and Sonic titles. Uh, I kind of remember Metal Sonic. You uh, see, you can't really swim with the metal, uh, metal you know. Uh, also, Metal Sonic has a jet engine and a force field device. Uh, and the only time Metal Sonic was ever able to talk was in Sonic Heroes. Uh, and Game Daily placed Metal Sonic uh, 13th on their top 25 uh, game robots list, uh, describing them as Dr. Robotnik's uh, greatest creation. Uh, so that's something, you know, really... Uh, really to be proud of, I guess. Yeah, I also want to mention that uh, the the uh, the Gator fan that I was uh, uh, be talking about, I missed it somehow, with, uh, is a member of the Chaotix, which I'll talk about soon. But that character is known as Easygoing Vector, uh, the Gator fan, and uh, the other Chaotic members. Uh, I just talked about it as a team, but uh, Charmy... Uh, the Flying Fuzzy Friend, Mighty the Armadillo, uh, Knuckles, uh, and uh, Ninja Chameleon. Uh, but I don't know why I, I like uh, Vector seems like one of my favorite characters, even though Vector doesn't really get much of a write-up here on, uh, on, uh, on, on uh, Wikipedia. But I just wanted to, I just had to uh, stop for a second and talk about Vector, because Vector has headphones on. At least uh, when I see Vector in the Mario and Sonic game, I guess. Uh, yeah, but yeah, let's. Uh, I guess maybe I should move on to the next character here. The Echinda. Echinda uh, is Sonic's friendly rival. 
Uh, first introduced in the Sega Genesis game is Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Knuckles lives on Angel Island. But I don't think the one, uh, yeah, no, I think it's Angel Island by me, but it's the one that hovers in the sky due to the power of the Master Emerald. As the last surviving member of the Echinda people who once inhabited the island, his duty is to guard the Master Emerald. Uh, during conception of Sonic 3, uh, they wanted a new rival for Sonic. Uh, the de final design of Knuckles was the result of dozen, dozens of possible designs uh, inspired by numerous animals. Uh, a character with many different abilities and skills, he is physically one of the strongest characters of the Sonic series. His strength and mastery of martial arts uh, enables him to uh, perform beat, uh, feats like uh, shattering boulders. Uh, he can trap air under his dreadlocks. I didn't even know he had dreadlocks to glide for short distances. That's one word with capital R, E-G-G, capital R-O-B-O, egg robo. Oh, it's, it's a thing though. An egg robo is an egg-shaped humanoid robot which does resembles Dr. Eggman. Uh, first appeared in the game Sonic and Knuckles, uh, uh, like in Knuckles' story, however, one egg robo replaces Eggman at the end of the zone boss in a number of level, levels. Uh, an egg robo later appears in Sonic R as a playable character and in the form of a kart racer in Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, Fang was initially known as Nack the Weasel in English loca loca localizations. Uh, it's a purple uh, Wolfie Poo Weasel hybrid uh, and was first in Game Gear, Sonic the Hedgehog in 90, and then in Triple, he Triple Trouble in 94. He's a treasure hunter in search of the Chaos Emeralds. Who could blame uh, Fang? And he doesn't know their true power, though. He just wants to sell them for a profit. He's a slick, a sneaky, and mischievous, uh, and is willing to even take the emeralds uh, for an easier job. Tries hard to outwit others, but is held back by his naivete. Naivety, naivety, naivete, and often fails. Uh, Ian had some cameo appearances, even in as a robot character's illusion in Sonic Mania in, 19, in 20, 2017. Uh, Chaotix, C-H-A-O-T-I-X, uh, or four characters uh, that came out in Knuckles Chaotix as the main characters, and later formed their own detective agency in uh, Sonic Heroes. Uh, IGN described them as charming. Uh, there's Big the Cat, uh, who first appeared in 98 uh, Dreamcast game Sonic Adventure, uh, where he was placed to just to justify the presence of a fishing fishing rod in the game. Although he's conceived beforehand, a big blue anthropomorphic cat, uh, and while unintelligent, sweet, easygoing, and strong. In Sonic Adventure, Big Story involves uh, his frog fishing friend Froggy, Oh, fishy, he has to fish Froggy out of water, because uh, uh, Froggy ate a Chaos Emerald. And uh, then he teams up with Amy and Cream the Rabbit in Sonic Heroes to search for Froggy and a lost chow uh, called the Chocola. Uh, been in other games, uh, was a non-player character in All-Stars Racing. 
and uh, has been derided by the video game press and fan base uh, for his obesity, low intelligence, and one-dimensional development and uselessness within his games. Uh, oh, poor Big the Cat has appeared on several lists for worst game uh, character, worst video game characters of all time within the Sonic uh, cast. Uh, man, this Wikipedia. Due to his poor reception and apparent uselessness, uh, they kept him out of any future games. Uh, uh, so this says so the so yeah uh, that's big the cat everybody uh, chaos which is not to be confused with chaos sonic is a uh, a chow uh, who ran into some chaos emeralds and is the guardian of their species protects the master emerald and provides clear water around its altar it's a water-like being that can manipulate its body stretch its limbs or liquefy itself uh, pretty cool then there's the E100 series, uh, which is a, a group of robots created by Dr. Eggman, you know, in his quest to do take over. There's uh, E100 Alpha, uh, better known as Zero, uh, tried to take Amy's bird flicky friend Birdie. There's E102 Gamma, uh, who's got some special arms. Uh, but Gamma turns against uh, Dr. Eggman after he has a heartfelt conversation with Amy Rose, who becomes his friend. Uh, E-123 Omega uh, like is, it gets, is in a base with Shadow and Rogue, Rogue the uh, flying uh, nightbird. It releases Shadow from a stasis. Uh, really complex there. Also, Omega appears in Mario and Sonic at the Winter Games. Uh, in speed skating and short track and at the London Games in the 100 meter sprints. Uh, Oma Chow is a robotic Chow with a propeller on its head and has been in a bunch of games. It was also a referee in Sonic Rivals 2, a referee in Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games. It gives hints in Sonic Advance, Advance 3. Uh, Tico, the Achinda, uh, is a uh, daughter of Chief uh, Chief. Uh, Patch uh, comic uh, and from same you know is an agenda just like Knuckles is uh, thousands of years before the main events of the game uh, she uh, tried to stop her power hungry father who was pulling an Eggman and she comes into contact with uh, Chaos and a group of Chow or Cow I guess it would be at the shrine of the Master Emerald and they like how friendly she is uh, Shadow, the head, head hedgehog, is an artificially version of Sonic. Uh, it's a black and red male hedgehog, uh, but has trademark hover skates at a propellant uh, speeds that rival those of Sonic. Uh, according to 50, uh, according to official profile, Shadow was created 50 years before by Professor Gerald Robotnik. Uh, and is uh, sharp-witted and always on edge and has one goal and like uh, really focused on his goal uh, was good friends with Maria Robotnik and Shadow uh, made a promise to her although this relationship with Sonic seems to develop from an antagonistic to a friendly rivalry uh, animosity from not understanding their different mindsets still occurs uh, Professor Gerald Robotnik, uh, I'm guessing that's Eggman's dad, uh, grandfather of Maria Robotnik and Dr. Ivo Eggman Robotnik, uh, 50 years before the main series, uh, you know, 
worked for the United Federation uh, creating stuff. Maria Robotnik uh, mostly appears in flashbacks. She's the granddaughter of Gerald Robotnik and the cousin of uh, Eggman. And uh, she was having a tough time. Gerald tried to, to, to uh, create a uh, helper, uh, but was misguided and then created a bunch of things. Rose Rogue, the Nightbird, is, uh, has been in a bunch of games. She's also a treasure hunter, and she can fly. Cream the Rabbit and Cheese is uh, a peach-colored rabbit with a constant companion named Cheese, uh, Blue Chow with a red bow tie. And she's been in a bunch of games as well. Politely minds her manners, uh, but can act childishly. Can achieve flight for short periods of time by flashing, flapping her large ears. And cheese also helps her. Uh, the commander of the Guardian Units of Nations is a, uh, like, they, they took place on a space station explored in Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, friends with Maria Robotnik, uh, witness the creation of Shadow. Then there's Blaze the Cat, a purple cat flood princess from an alternate dimension. Uh, she's the guardian, guardian of the Soul Emeralds, her dimension's version of the Chaos Emeralds. Uh, so she's similar to Knuckles. Uh, she's calm and level-headed, but hides her true feelings. Sometimes bogged down by her own strict discipline and devotion to her position. Uh, Blaze also has a cape, and she can do a lot of stuff. Uh, she was in Sonic Rush, uh, uh, Silver the Hedgehog's, Hedgehog's Friend, Sonic Rush Adventure, and she was also playable in uh, all five Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I remember her. I don't know how many more. We got Eggman uh, Nega, who uh, is uh, Eggman, from, descended from 200 years in the future. Arch enemy of Blaze the Cat and later Silver the Hedgehog. Uh, resembles Dr. Eggman, but personality is different. Heartless, uh, calculating, uh, but polite speech and manners. Uh, and then there's like a avian thieves called the Babylon Rogues, who's, uh, that's like Jet the Hawk, Wave the Swallow, Storm the Albatross. Uh, Silver the Hedgehog is a uh, silver-furred hedgehog 200 years from the future. First appeared in 2006 as Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, uh, Travel back in time with Blaze the Cat to, to deal with Sonic uh, because they thought Sonic messed up their future. Telekinesis, it can levitate objects, uh, interact with the environment, and can use the uh, uh, Chaos Emerald to transform into super, uh, the super whatever, super silver. There's Orbot and Cubot. Uh, Robotic assistants to Dr. Eggman, or Eggman, also appear in uh, the Olympic Games, Winter Games, uh, as the host of the Action and Answer Tour, I think, or something. Uh, Wisps are from a grass, a lushy planet called Wisp, and they're pretty cool. There's a lot of write-up. Sticks the Badger, uh, Brown Badger. And she also appears in uh, Mario Sonic at the Rio 2016 Games. So that's a little bit, so those are some of the characters um, from Sonic. And let's run through the Mario characters. Not that they're any less, uh, but they are just less known, I would say. Uh, but we'll be looking for some surprises. They don't have as in-depth ones, so this might be quick. Mario, 
he is an Italian, according to us, in the main protagonist of the series, uh, who was introduced in 1981. Uh, Luigi is a Mario's younger brother, but taller, uh, fraternal twin brother. Oh, he's the younger twin brother, and he's the official player, too, of the series. Uh, Princess Peach Toadstool, also formerly known as Princess Toadstool, and always known as Peach in Japan. She's a princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Toad is uh, known in Japan as uh, Kinopio, is a mushroom-like humanoid character. Yoshi is uh, once romanized as Yossi, is an anthropomorphic dinosaur. Uh, not a lot of details on the main characters, but the supporting characters, uh, Baby Luma, is Mario's main companion in Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2, a group of star-shaped beings known as Illumis. Uh, Luma first finds Mario sleeping on, in the planet that houses the gateway to the starry sky. It's left the mushroom world at the request of Rosalina, and he's trying to get Princess Peach back from Bowser. Uh, so that's Luma. Birdo, uh, known in Japan as Catherine, is a pink anthropomorphic creature with a red bow on her head. And with a round mouth, uh, she spits eggs of all things. And uh, she's been a recurring uh, character in franchises. Spin-offs, they can kind of picture her spitting eggs. Uh, initially, she was an antagonist, but now she's an ally. Uh, she made, uh, she's appeared in uh, the Mario Kart series and the J Jab Japanese only uh, Wii video game Captain Rainbow. Uh, somebody liked Bur Birdo, because they, is that a Birdo? Yeah. Uh, Diddy Kong uh, is Donkey Kong's nephew and sidekick. I think Diddy Kong had his own game. Uh, Donkey Kong, also known as DK, is an anthropomorphic gorilla from Donkey Kong and Mario. Uh, Pauline was the original damsel in distress from Donkey Kong. Uh, she also appeared in Mario vs. Donkey Kong 2. Uh, you know, Donkey Kong uh, said, hey, let's go for a walk. Uh, in uh, 1984, uh, Game Boy Edition, Pauline was given a radically different design. Uh, then there's a letter like uh, Princess Daisy is a uh, princess of the Sarasaland. Uh, she was appeared in uh, Super Mario Land uh, in the role usually reserved for Princess Peach. Uh, also in Mario Tennis, Mario Party 4. Uh, Baby was involved, according to this, with Luigi. But Waluigi likes her as well. Uh, as of 2016, Princess Daisy has appeared in 56 games, most of which she's a playable character. Uh, even a small appearance at NES Open Tournament Golf as Luigi's caddy. Uh, how about Professor E. Gad? E. Gad, they say, is Elvin Gads. Uh, a scientist with various inventions to help Luigi uh, get Mario and uh, save the mansion. Uh... He appears in uh, Luigi's Mansion, where uh, you know, Luigi's house has a bunch of trouble. Also, Super Mario Sunshine, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Mario Party 6. Uh, Rosalina, also.
also known as Uzeda, is the adoptive mother of the Lumas and watcher of the cosmos. So you might talk about a Mario-based belief system. You got it. Uh, uh, she's a non-player character who resides in a comet, comet observatory. And Bowser wiggles and messing around. And Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Mario Kart. Is a playable character in Mario Kart 8. Is an unlockable character and uh, works with the other Lumas in Mario Party 10. Uh, Toadette is Toad's female counterpart, a playable character in uh, Mario Party and Mario Kart and Mario Kart Double Dash. Paper Mario is an instructor. Uh, uh, she has a regular mushroom cap, uh, but hers has changed. Uh, like, well, super, uh, <laughs> world's changed in 10 years. It should have. Uh, how about Toadsworth? Uh, that's an elderly toad, and Princess Peach's longtime steward, uh, first appearing in Super Mario Sunshine. And uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Now, for the love of some Koopa Troopas, let's get into the antagonist. This is Bowser. Oh, our King Koopa, a leader of the powerful and total like uh, uh, Koopa race, uh, has been the arch enemy of Mario since the first appearance in the game Super Mario Brothers. Uh, and main thing Bowser wants to do is hang out with Princess Peach and run the Moon Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Bowser Jr. or Koopa Jr. or simply Jr. is. Uh, antagonist in Super Mario Sunshine, also disguised as Super Mar Shadow Mario, a recurring character, also in spin-offs like Su uh, Superstar Baseball and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. He just wants to enact his father's will. Uh, Boom Boom is a, a, a servant and henchman of Bowser, first appeared in Mario Brothers uh, 3. And also in chases Mario and Luigi, can jump up high, can fly, and also has a partner named Pom Pom. Uh, has lived in various airships where he runs into Mario, uh, guards fortresses, and uh, lends powers, and uh, can be a silent powerhouse, so often cause tr causes trouble to Mario and Luigi. Uh, Fawful, which rhymes with awful, is also a recurring antagonist uh, and can be a sidekick to the main antagonist. Uh, it's been in Superstar Sagas, or as a sidekick of Kakaletta, uh, who tried to awaken the Beanstar, which could grant wishes. Uh, in Partners in Time, uh, Fawful works as a shopkeeper in the basement of Princess Peach's castle. Uh, but still harboring plans uh, to deal with Mario and Luigi. Uh, in Mario and Luigi Bowser's inside story, Fawful was the main antagonist uh, with a sidekick named Mib Midbus. Uh, how about Kamek, uh, who uh, is uh, also known as Mag Magikoopa, or Magikoopa, uh, acts as Bowser's care caretaker during childhood, is uh, a high-ranking uh, minion, Yoshi's arch enemy, man antagonist of the Yoshi series. He can, is magic, he can self-duplicate, teleport, 
and uh, has you know other magic powers. Uh, has uh, chased after baby Mario and baby Luigi and tried to uh, kiss him on the cheeks and uh, and other stuff. Uh, even appeared in uh, one of the Tetris games. Uh, so we'll stop at nothing. Yeah, Cami Koopa is uh, an elderly Magic Koopa, an advisor and babysitter for Bowser in the first two Paper Mario games. Uh, King Boo is antagonist of Luigi's Mansion and uh, lives on the big farm. Koopa Kids or Mini Bowsers are Bowser's minions, uh, only appeared in the Mario Party series. Uh, uh, Koopa Lings are seven childlike characters Iggy, Lemmy, Larry, Ludwig, Morton, Roy, and Wendy. And they're the children of Bowser and appeared in Super Mario Brothers 3 and some spin offs. Uh, Petey the fish, a fish, also known as Boss Pacoon, uh, is a powerful plant, believe it or not. And, uh, Usually these kind of plants grow from pipes, but Petey uh, has grown feet and uh, runs around. Uh, primary boss of Bianco Hills. Pom-Pom, uh, as we said, is Boom Boom's uh, partner and counterpart. Uh, Tatanga is uh, from uh, outer space. Uh, uh, takes uh, goes for a walk with Princess Daisy. Uh, Wart is an uh, anthropomorphic uh, frog king uh, from Super Mario Bros. Uh, 3. Yeah, it was there in lieu of Bowser, who was taking, you know, holding out for more money for Super Mario 3. And Wart uh, controls a dream machine uh, and has a severe weakness to vegetables. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, also has a cameo appearance in Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and uh, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, oh, but is one of the weakest characters. And then our anti-heroes are Waluigi, uh, Wario's partner, and Luigi's arch-rival, and Wario, uh, an arch-rival of Mario. So I guess I'll have to learn more. One other day I'll learn more about Waluigi and Mario. Uh, but for now, uh, yeah, I hope you glean a super, like, because some of those people, I don't know who was the one that broke down the cloud. Uh, but yeah, you can picture the world, uh, you Mario and Sonic and, and Knuckles and Wart and Waluigi and Tatanga can all run together. All we do is we look at together and say, hey, let's, uh, let's do this for teamwork. Let's, uh, let's do some ice cream. Let's